Are they extraterrestrials or are they just other spy craft from other countries to figure out what's going on? I don't know. What do you guys think? Are we going to pick the headache medication based off of fucking Danny Zuko's recommendation? Because the longer you feel empty and alone, the more profit these motherfuckers make, you know? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you, my friend? Your old pal Joe here, checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday. How about that, people? How about that? How's it going? How's it hanging? Listen, I hope you're doing well. All right, my friend? I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, hey, 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 it's okay. But get your fucking shit together. For once in your life, will you do that? Not for me. Not for anybody else, but only yourself. Get your fucking shit together. 2023, we're already a month and a half in. What the fuck have you been doing with yourself? Get it the fuck together. The aliens are coming. World War Three is coming. The demon that was summoned at the Grammys is coming very soon. So you might as well get your fucking shit together for once in your fucking life, all right? So do that. Do that, will you? Do it. And if you can't do it for yourself, do it for your old pal Joe, all right? But secretly know that it's for you. It's not for me, all right? Quit being so selfless all the time. I was like, oh, I can't do nothing unless it's for other people. Fucking get over that shit because you're going to die alone. You're going out alone, so you might as well learn how to do a thing or two for yourself, you know? It's the people who go, oh, I love cooking, but I'll never do it for myself. Why the fuck not? Why don't you think you're worthy of the uh, attention and work you put in to make other people happy? Huh? Do it for yourself for once in your life and see what the fuck happens, all right? What the fuck are we doing? The year's fucking bizarre as hell already. Is it supposed to be? Probably is it, it i mean is it really is it as bizarre as as everyone's making it seem in the media is maybe not maybe they're just keeping their thumb on us like they usually do but what the fuck is going on this year absolute chaos nonsense everywhere you go it's some other fucking thing happening so the point is you might as well have your fucking shit together while all the nonsense is going to happen you know you want to be sexy when the apocalypse comes people That's what I keep telling you. You want to be looking good. You want to be feeling good when it all falls to shit. Because it's going to fall to shit either way. So you might as well be looking good and feeling good about yourself, you know? Simple as that. I do have some shows coming up this week, my friends. I'll be at Fat Bottom Brewing in Nashville, Tennessee this Wednesday. That is the 15th. And then... Next weekend, the 24th and the 25th, I will be in Michigan. The 24th, I'll be at Bell River Golf Course in Memphis, Michigan. Yes, there is a Memphis in Michigan. I had no idea I am from there, but I'll be damned if there ain't another city that has the same name as Memphis but isn't in Memphis, but isn't the one you think of. I'll also be in Flint, Michigan, the 25th at Timothy's Pub. That'll be the big Flint homecoming show Friends will be there. Family will be there. And I don't know why. I don't know why they can't just leave me alone so I can do my comedy. They want to be supportive. I don't know why. (laughs) 
but that'll be a fun one. That's the big one. Make sure you're there. Uh, next month in March, the 10th and the 11th, I'll be in Lowell, Arkansas with my good buddy Aaron Weber doing some clean comedy. Also in St. Louis, the 17th, 18th, and 19th. The 17th and the 18th, I'll be at Helium with Aaron Weber. And then the 19th, I'll be at the Funny Bone, closing a show out there. So if you want to see me do my own shit, come to the Funny Bone, March 19th. And if you just want to see a good show, top to bottom, 17th and the 18th. Maybe you don't like it when I swear and talk about cum. In which case, what the fuck are you doing here to begin with? Don't know how you found this one. But uh, the 17th and the 18th will be more appropriate for you. I'll also be in Syracuse at the end of March. Going to be in Austin, Texas in April, uh, as well as Napapani, wherever the fuck that is. In Columbus, Ohio, towards the end of April. And then I got some shows in Kentucky uh, in May coming up. So go to joekellycomedy.com for all the upcoming shows and all the upcoming dates and all that shit. You know, that's where you keep track of it. But how have you been, my friend? How was your weekend? What did you get into? Did you have a little bit of fun? Real quick, I'm sorry the podcast is late. Uh, I woke up without power this morning. So little bit late to get into the podcast, but we're still checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday, so I can only do so much. Uh, it was a busy week and had a great time in Omaha, Nebraska. Was out there this weekend with Aaron Weber, having a great time, doing some great shows. People very friendly. A few people came out to see just your old pal Joe in particular, so thank you for coming out and uh, seeing me do stand-up in Omaha with Aaron, and hopefully you enjoyed his shit as well. Uh also, thanks to everybody who came out to fucking Sonny's Patio Pub and Refuge last fucking Thursday in Nashville. That was a great show. Saw a lot, saw a lot of familiar faces, some new faces showing up. Uh, people came up from Atlanta. People came up from Tullahoma, which is south of Nashville. We even had our good friend Morgan come all the way from fucking New Jersey because she's a fucking lunatic to come out to the show she was doing other stuff too but she came through the show so fucking i had a great time i had a blast i would thanks everybody again for coming out i uh somebody brought me some pasta sauce that was a nice touch you know it's uh the laughs are really all you need to bring to a comedy show but when you bring something a little bit extra that's always nice the show almost did get ruined by um by a, a fella Man, I, I've been feeling bad about this, and I don't know how to get the fuck over it, but it's, uh, whenever I started doing comedy 10 years ago, it was, uh, there was a little venue in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, which is about 30, 40 minutes south of Nashville, and it was just a little small theater, they do some plays sometimes, they do other stuff, but uh, the guy who owned it really opened it up for stand-up comedy, and you know, people who would go down there like me, I was like two years into doing comedy. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but he'd just kind of give you the stage and let you play and let you run 10 minutes and 15 minutes. Those were like the first places I did. It was called Out Front of Main. First place I did 10 minutes. First place I did 15. First place I did like a half an hour too. He was just open to it. That's actually where I spent most of the time with my good buddy, Monty Mitchell. That's where uh, I kind of became friends with him was down there just because there was an opportunity to have stage time and uh, we'd be down there every week. But there was a fellow who would come to pretty much every single show. His name is Zeb. He's a, he was a young kid with one eye, but he would just love stand-up comedy so much. And he was like the first person 
that made you feel like somebody even when you were nobody, you know? And I'm still pretty much a nobody. Let's be real. People keep telling me I'm not, but I think y'all are fucking ridiculous, man. Someone was like, no, you're famous. And it's like, I don't think you know how being famous works because I'm definitely not a famous guy, you know? But sometimes people make you feel like you're famous. And Zeb was like the first one who would make you feel like you're you're the best comedian in the world. You'd see him one week and then the next week he'd come back and he'd be remembering your jokes and shit like that. He was like the first super fan that any of us had that was like, you know, that always gave us motivation, that always made us feel good. But uh, the point is he came out to the show on uh, Thursday in Nashville. I haven't seen him in quite some time, but Zeb has hit some very hard times. And it's been like this for a while. He's been homeless for quite some time. He's been an alcoholic for quite some time. And uh, yeah, there's just been no, there's been no fucking getting through to him. And it's been years of this shit. The last time I saw him was in 2016 when he was getting kicked out of a venue for being pissed drunk. You know, it was... uh, yeah it's been chaos but anyway he messaged me he told me that he was going to come to the show which i didn't think much of it because sometimes he'll just reach out and hit me up and just say some shit and he said he wasn't going to be drunk and he ended up showing up and he was fucking piss piss fucking drunk just a fucking mess you know and uh was disruptive during the show, was fucking up when the first person was on stage, but fortunately Monty went up second, so Monty kind of wrangled him in the back, and uh, we kept him in the back so he could enjoy the show, but he's just, he's he's lost, uh, he's lost his mind a bit, you know? He just repeats himself, he just talks in a circle the whole time. He told me about 12 times he's going to Texas, so it's... Uh, And I just feel bad because I was pretty, at some point I got a little bit dismissive of him. You know what I mean? But it's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do there in that situation where it's like, man, I remember who you used to be. And that's what he wanted to keep talking about. He's like, are you going to tell jokes from 10 years ago? And it's like, no, dude, I'm not, I don't do any of those jokes anymore. It's been so long, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I felt bad. And then he wanted to like talk while I was trying to chat with other people and sell some shirts and shit like that, but he just kept wanting to talk about the same thing over and over and over again. And it's not like he's going to remember any of the conversation we have with each other, you know. It's just, uh, it's a fucked up situation. And uh, I don't know, Uh, yeah, I've just been, as soon as I got home, I was like, man, I feel fucking bad for being like so dismissive with him. But last time in 2016, I I stopped him from getting his ass completely kicked by the owner of the venue who was trying to kick him out. But, you know, how people get when they get fucking drunk and belligerent and they get, you know, they want to get a little bit aggressive and not really listen to anybody. And that's what it was. It's like, you know, you're pissed drunk at the show that you said you wouldn't be pissed drunk at and you don't listen to anybody and you keep talking in circles and... I don't know what I'm supposed to do for you, buddy. Like, thanks for coming to the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, I wish I could say it was good to see you, but unfortunately it's not because of the condition that you've put yourself in, you know? 
And now it's, it's, I'm sure there's some mental issues going on, but he was always like a smart kid. You know what I mean? Before he had, when he first started coming out to shows, he wasn't 21, so he couldn't drink. So he'd just be like hanging out, enjoying comedy and like study and physics or whatever the fuck he was in school for. And then he started drinking and he doesn't have a sense of taste. So he can just fucking just drink like a goddamn horse, you know? He just drinks the cheapest vodka and chugs it just because he can't uh, he can't taste it. So then he started, and this was back in Murfreesboro. Once he started drinking, he started missing shows. He'd be at the shows, but he would just be asleep on a couch, like in the front. He'd show up, get real drunk before the show would start, then fall asleep. We'd do the show. And then he'd wake up after the show and be like, oh, did I miss the show? And it's like, yeah, but nobody stole the pizza that's been sitting in your lap for two hours. So you can still eat that and maybe sober up a little bit. Uh, I sold him a car, too, whenever I bought my van. I sold Zeb a, a, my old Lumina I had. Somebody stole the sunroof out of it from him somehow. I don't know how exactly that happened. But, man, it's like... Yeah, it's such a trip, but I do, I feel a little bit bad. I feel bad for being dismissive to a homeless person, more or less. But uh, also, any other venue, he wouldn't have been allowed in, I'm pretty sure, because he showed up smelling like the inside of an asshole, pissed fucking drunk, you know what I mean? And uh, But he told Chris, who was running the show, he's like, yeah, I know Joe. And it's like, <laughs> apparently I... <laughs> come across as somebody who would be pretty tight with a homeless fella. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, of course you know Joe. Why don't you come on into this show that you're clearly going to fuck up? <laughs> uh, so that's just what fucking happened. It, all in all, it was a good show. We did get Zeb to sit in the back so he could stop standing up and fucking talking during everyone's fucking jokes. But man, you just... Uh, I get it too, man. I get being lost in the world and all that shit and trying to figure it out. But, uh, man, it just sucks. It sucks that, uh, I don't know. Maybe Zeb's truly a happy person and enjoying being a panhandler, you know, and uh, doing drugs and drinking and whatever the fuck he's doing nowadays. But it just sucks seeing somebody who's like, oh, man, you used to... uh, used to come around and be like a real cool guy, you know, and then whatever happened to you is whatever happened to you, you know, it sucks. I, yeah, it just hit as soon as I got home, I sat down for a second then it just fucking just this wave of like, cause usually after the show, you're all fucking hit up with dopamine and shit like that. And it was a good show. And I got to headline and do some new jokes and everything went well. So you're riding this high and then, uh, you know, sitting alone for five minutes it, it just bottomed out and it's like oh fuck was i mean is there anything i could have done to maybe help zeb out and it's like no nah, dude you can't there isn't i don't you know what am i gonna do try and talk to him when he's completely incoherent and not listening it's the same shit the best thing i did was not make sure he didn't get his ass whooped in 2016 and this it was the same situation except now i was the person who wanted to fucking beat his ass at the beginning of the show as soon as soon as the show started and he started standing up and yelling i was like man you're you're, now you're just being a fucking nuisance you know but anyway 
show went well. I'm just trying to figure out if I <laughs> how to not feel bad about being dismissive of a homeless guy that used to be a that used to be a pretty cool dude, you know. But uh, I don't think he wants any help. His parents are like still around, and like I don't know. He's just in his own world. He just decided that he was going to go down a different path in life, where you know. He doesn't have a say. He can't taste anything. His his sense for taste is completely gone. And when I first met him, he had a, a girlfriend who was like like punk rock metal chick, pretty cool, you know. And they seemed to be just completely in love with each other. But then he started boozing a bunch. He broke up with her, and he told me his reason for breaking up with his girlfriend because he wanted to taste all the pussy. And it's like Zeb, you can't taste anything anyway. So you should have kept that girl around you because she was making sure that you, nobody was eating your pizza when you were fucking pissed drunk and passed out, you know? But it is what it is. It is what it is, my friends. That was the week of the shows. It was fucking great. I feel bad for being dismissive to a homeless person. And here we are <laughs> recording a podcast on a motherfucking Monday for you fine people. That's what happened. But man, I just... I've seen a lot, I've seen that shit happen to a good handful of people, you know, where they just start going down a path and uh, I don't want anything to do with it and you can only hope that it's going to get better for them or they're going to try and, you know, make it better for themselves and then you see them fucking six, seven years later and they're in the same position, if not fucking worse than what they were, you know, what do you do? What the fuck do you do, people? <sighs> Who knows? Prepare for the aliens, right? That's the big fucking thing that's going on. We keep shooting down unidentified space objects or spacecrafts or whatever the fuck they're called now because they're not UFOs. Weber was telling me there's a different word for them now since we don't call them UFOs anymore. But I'm not sure what we call them. But uh, it just seems... It it just seems strange that after years and years and years of going, no, there's no UFOs, everything's a weather balloon or fucking static electricity, you know, causing lights to be weird and shit like that. Now there's this fucking, I guess it's been the past few years, but there's this, they've opened Pandora's box to the alien invasion sort of thing. And uh, what is really going on, people? Because obviously, if they're talking about aliens and shooting down crafts over Lake Huron and in Canada and Alaska and the weather balloon over the fucking ocean, what is really going on, people? What is really going on? What is the big what is the big underlying news story that they're not talking about? Is it a distraction from all the information about one of the large pharmaceutical companies that made a shitload of money during the pandemic? I don't know if you get censored for saying the words anymore, but it starts with a P and ends with an Iser. Have we been keeping up with that, people, where it's been coming out that they ran pretty much no tests on their little shot? And uh, it's all been bullshit the whole fucking time. Is that what the UFOs are taking away from? Uh, there was, what was it? There was talk about releasing the Epstein Island list so we can get to the bottom of, uh, you know, all this corruption and nonsense that goes on in our, our political and socioeconomic fucking, you know what I mean? All these rich fucks who like to uh, do stuff with little kitties. <laughs> 
Is that what the UFOs are distracting us from? Or perhaps there is that fucking train derailment in Ohio that seems to be uh, causing all sorts of problems for the uh, surrounding areas of where that train fell off the tracks where they're burning fucking chemicals or whatever it is. So what is really going on with the UFO thing? Are you all familiar with Project Blue Beam, my friends? If you're unfamiliar with Project Blue Beam, get yourself familiar with it, all right? I probably should have looked it up so we can have some actual concrete information, but I'll give you the bullet points real quick, and then I'll look it up to see if this is an actual thing or not. Basically, Project Blue Beam is the idea of um, using a... ah, How could you say it? Using, like, projections to make almost like CGI fucking alien invasion. That's the idea, people. So when there's talking about the alien invasion and things are going to come, it might just be a big old projector screen. That's the idea behind old Project fucking Blue Beam. Ah, I wish there was more fucking information here. Uh, They're saying it's, I don't know. But that's, yeah. Basically, okay, here we go. I'll give you a better... uh, It's a theory that states the government of the world will use holograms similar to Tupac uh, from Coachella 2012 to fake an extraterrestrial invasion in order to establish the long-rumored New World Order, brother, or One World Government, all right? So that's the idea, is that when the aliens come, so keep your head on a swivel, that it won't be that it might just be a hologram that is being projected to stir you fine people up, you know. And that doesn't seem too far-fetched, you know. Uh, Somebody else have said they might use it to have the second coming of Christ. They might make Jesus come back by using Project Blue Beam. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Are the aliens finally coming? What the fuck have we been shooting down? Because what did they say this past weekend? There was uh, the shit they shot over... Um, was it Alaska or maybe Lake Huron too, or the, the, whatever they shot down, they couldn't find a propulsion system on the thing. So they don't know how it was flying or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't think they're giving a, a ton of information, but I do find it strange that with everything that's going on right now, and it's also the thing where there is the, um, we definitely are ramping up towards world war three. There's a great clip of Joe Biden saying that if we sent tanks to Ukraine, that would be the beginning of World War III. And then, what was it, last month he announced that we are indeed sending tanks to World War III. So you can put those pieces of the puzzle together yourself, all right? They go, hey, if we send the tanks, World War III will start. That'd be ridiculous. And then a fucking year later, hey, we're by the way, we're sending tanks. So the thing that I said that's going to happen is probably going to happen. And it's already been happening. I believe is a few weeks ago. I, I believe I said this is not Ukraine versus Russia. It's Russia versus NATO. And that is exactly what it has been. Uh, but anyway, anytime there uh, seems to be some uh, rumblings of a nuclear war or a World War III, um, there seems to be more UFO sightings that start to happen. This has been happening for a long time. Anytime there's some great disaster or world war or something like that, there always seems to be UFOs that that show up. Now, 
Are they extraterrestrials or are they just other spy craft from other countries to figure out what's going on? I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you think is going on out there right now? Have you seen the UFOs yet? I certainly haven't. I certainly haven't. I welcome them. But at this point, it is just a story used to keep people uh, alert from whatever, what the fuck ever. I like how it's like for the longest time there was like, oh, no, aliens, we don't talk about that kind of stuff. And then they want to talk about it on Super Bowl Sunday, which is just like, hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, Some aliens flying around. You know, I mean, no big deal. Don't worry about it. So when you're at your football parties later, make sure that everybody's talking about the fucking alien invasion that's coming. At least we got to watch the football game before it all ended. Before the world has come to an end, before the aliens start abducting us and putting things in our fannies, at least the fucking football, at least we got to watch a little bit of that. (laughs) It was, I I had the game on. I was not paying attention to it because I just got home from Omaha. I was pretty fucking wiped, man. These these two-day fucking weekends really do take a lot out of me. And uh, I'm also just an introverted fella, which means I get I get my energy from spending time alone. So having to do the Thursday show and then Friday and Saturday, I was fucking white. But it's like, let me throw this on, see if they talk about the aliens or anything. They did not talk about the aliens at all. But there was a very large, a uh, lot of celebrities in the commercials this year. And celebrities from all, from all, fucking eras and walks of life people you don't give a shit about and haven't given a shit about in forever you know what i mean and it's like uh first of all who gives a shit you know what i mean are we still really relying on john travolta to fucking you know are we gonna pick the headache medication based off of fucking danny zuko's recommendation you know what i mean is that where we're at people are we that easily manipulated and controlled that you look at fucking Danny Zuko on the TV and you go, God damn, I really should switch my mobile plan to fucking T-Mobile so I can, you know, fucking Danny Zuko recommended that. What the fuck? (laughs) Or, or this is, and it's just because aliens and everything and World War III, I'm just in this fucking... I'm just in this weird mind state that everything's being controlled and manipulated anyway. So was this was this Hollywood's way of just coming together one last time because everyone's going to be watching the Super Bowl. Everyone definitely is watching the commercials. Was this their way to parade all the false idols they have presented us with over the past 60 years or whatever it's been, you know, whoever the oldest fucking person was, it was on the goddamn Super Bowl commercial. Was it their way of parading these false idols out one last time before it all falls to shit? You know, it's like, remember when you were listening to all these people and life was good? Remember these people? Remember how they lulled you to sleep back then? Let's see if they can lull you one last time before the aliens come and the fucking Ukraine and the Chinese and the fucking whatever else is happening in the world right now. And Ohio continues to burn to the ground with fucking chemicals. And, you know, Bill Gates just has dinner with fucking Epstein and didn't know anything about the fanny touching. (laughs) 
is that what the fuck is going on? That's exactly where my head went. It's like, wow, this is very celebrity heavy. It's like, oh, they're just parading them out one last time to go, hey, get a look at all these people, all these false idols you spent your whole life believing in. Get one good last look at them because this shit ain't happening again. But it probably will. We'll probably get another Super Bowl next year. I don't think it's, uh, you know, I'm just looking at it all happening, going, what the fuck? What the fuck is even happening, people? My walks are still still pretty peaceful in the morning, so I kind of base my existence off those walks, and that keeps me pretty calm. You know, I assume the world isn't all chaos and nonsense or whatever. I don't fucking know. Are the aliens coming, or is it a big facade to keep us riled up from something, you know? The boosters, maybe get you another alien booster. Maybe that'll prevent uh, a fucking invasion, you know? That'd be funny if they were like, if the aliens invaded and people were like, if everyone would have got vaccinated, this never would have happened. <laughs> that's what they said about hurricanes, right? Remember that news report came out? And they were like, hey, what a great way to pre- uh, protect yourself from hurricane season is to get vaccinated. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I get health and all this and that, but what's a fucking, what's a vaccine have to do with your house getting blown over? <laughs> I remember the governor from fucking New York or the fucking whatever he was, a mayor of some fucking town, when he was eating the cheeseburger and trying to go, hey, listen, if you get a, a vaccine, we'll give you a cheeseburger. It's like, you knew something was up back then. Anybody who didn't fucking go, wait a minute. And listen, I'm not knocking you if you're vaccinated or whatever it is. But anybody who couldn't look at that shit and go, man, they're talking about getting this shot because of a hurricane and they're trying to bribe people with a fucking cheeseburger and fries. You know something was fucking up. You know something was up. But everyone was in such a fucking stir crazy thing that they were willing to believe anything because they just wanted their life to get back to normal. Life has never been normal. All right. We live in the most we're living the most abnormal life out of any human civilization ever. You understand that? This is the most abnormal existence that has ever been a part of this planet. And people were so just just fucking chomping at the bit to get back to this chaos and soulless existence that most of us live because we wanted to think it's normal. It's the least normal fucking existence life that has ever been on this fucking planet and we couldn't get we couldn't wait to get back to it couldn't wait to get back to it we're so willing to get back to it we accepted lies and manipulated our body's genetics for the sake of being able to eat fucking breadsticks endless breadsticks oh well you know like oh goddamn i guess that's pretty good you know and go see some fucking shitty concert. I want to go back to Bonnaroo. So I'm going to fucking, you know, do whatever it takes. I'll stay home and get shot so I can go listen to shitty fucking music for three days. Because I just want to get back to normal. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, it's just bizarre. And now it's coming out that it's it's been a sham the whole fucking time. And I knew it. And I knew it. And everyone was like, Jay, you're crazy. What are you fucking voting for Trump, dude? And it's like, no, I don't do any of that. I just fucking pay attention and go, these people are trying to bribe you with a cheeseburger. So you go get a shot of some kind. That's not good. 
there's something up here. Something's going on. Something's not making any sense, you know? But fuck. (laughs) Where the fuck are we, man? Where the fuck have we been and where are we now? We're in a mass hypnosis where we pretend that fucking living in houses and having every aspect of your life be involved in electricity. You know, we can't live. That was like this morning. The power was out. It's like, fuck, I can't do my podcast. I can't do any of my work. And uh, I could take my walk, but I wasn't ready to take my walk because I couldn't make any coffee. So then I'm sitting around going, how the fuck do I fucking make some coffee without electricity? Fortunately, it came on around fucking nine o'clock, but I, you know, I missed out on some of the morning because I was just going, fuck, I got no electricity. That's not normal. You know, we should be, I should be able to make a cup of coffee without, with the power being out. But anyway, the point is this, this fucking squirrely existence of life that, uh, that we're currently in is the furthest thing from fucking normal. You think it's normal that everyone's fucking mentally ill and on antidepressants and uppers and downers and fucking shoving pills in their face every day to normalize their mood? You know why you need to normalize your mood? Because the fucking world is abnormal. That's why. You're nothing's wrong with you if you're freaking out and you're fucking twitching all the time. You should be. This shit around you that's going on is absolutely crazy. You know? People feel depressed. It's like, yeah, you should feel depressed most of the time. This fucking world that we've created for ourselves is soulless and empty. You have to quit buying into the shit that they're selling. Because the longer you feel empty and alone, the more profit these motherfuckers make, you know? And it's not even about the money anymore. These people want your fucking soul. That's why they want you to stay depressed and be sad all the time and watch these fucking commercials so you don't feel like you're good enough. And the truth is, you don't need their fucking shit to be good enough, all right? It fucking starts and ends with you and how you feel about yourself. Do you even want a fucking yacht? Do you even want fucking, you know what I mean? Do you want a Dodge Charger? Do you want any of the shit they make you try and want? The answer is probably no, people. What do you really want out of life? What the fuck do you really want out of this fucking thing? Figure that shit out. But anyway, I don't know where that fucking tangent came from. Went from UFOs to vaccines to what the fuck ever. I'm just very confused as to what is going on right now. And I almost like... It's just like going out and doing comedy is like, oh, man, it's all people seem to appreciate you doing stand up and they like it and they like having a break. It's it's a way to give people a break from all the chaos and the nonsense, man. A lot of people have I've met people after shows, a lot of people who come out and they just want to say thank you for distracting them from something bad that happened you know what i mean their mom died from cancer their dog they had to put their fucking old dog down uh we had a couple people come out to a show in new jersey a few months ago this was a pretty crazy story i can't remember if i told it or not but this particular like family that was uh that was at the show with me and aaron they had went to a comedy show like eight years ago to see a medium, which I think is somebody who talks to spirits or whatever. 
and the medium did a reading that something bad was going to happen, some shit like that. But anyway, this family, they had brought their daughter that night to the show and her boyfriend or husband or whatever. Come to find out after that show, uh, her their daughter's husband murdered uh, their daughter at that medium show or whatever. So it was like, oh, you might not be wrong. Uh, and then he went on the run. He ended up killing himself too. But the point is they, they, the last time they saw their daughter alive was at that comedy club, but they took it upon themselves for whatever reason. Like, man, we really want to come out to this show. So eight years later, they're like, we're going to go back to that same comedy club. The last place we saw our daughter and enjoy this show, you know, and they had fun and they just appreciated the show and had a, you know, they had a great time. And, uh, so that aspect of comedy is 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 good. To, I don't I don't know. It's just like it just seems like it's such a distraction from everything, and I'm having this weird fucking battle going on in my head of like, you just want to go, God, people, everything. So we're just I, we're talking about fucking basically farts <laughs> for the most part. You know, that's all it is. It's a thirty minute long fart or an hour and a half long fart while it seems like the world is falling apart, and we're just you know, aimlessly distracting ourselves from the true pain that everybody seems to be feeling and confusion that's going on right now because people don't want to address the pain and confusion. So we just mask it with jokes and fucking Coca-Cola and football games and all this and that. And and so that way we don't sit for a second and go, wait a minute, what the fuck is really going on, you know? But, you know, I just don't... uh, I don't know. I get that people need a distraction from it, but I'm just tired of all the distractions. I'm tired of them all, you know. Anyway, was it not? uh, (laughs) Let me know what you think about UFOs, people. In the comments, email me all that shit. (laughs) Let me know if you think the aliens are coming. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's uh how about that halftime show, people? Did you watch the halftime show? Did you watch Rihanna? And uh she's like, ah, oh, look at this. I'm not I'm giving one of the weakest performances ever because I'm pregnant. Who gives a fuck? You know? Who gives a fuck? What fucking football fan, what true football fan enjoys Rihanna anyway? You know, that's always the fucking argument anyway when they parade out these shitty fucking halftime shows is what person who likes fucking football likes Rihanna other than fucking her fat tits. You know what I mean? Most people who like football are like Rihanna's fucking. I'd suck a fart out of her fucking asshole and slap them titties around all goddamn day. But they don't give a shit about her music, especially, especially fucking a pregnant woman, dude. Listen, I know all pregnant women are beautiful, even though they're not. Who gives a fuck? That ain't nobody's business. You're going to be up 60 stories. Remember when Michael Jackson dangled his baby off the balcony and everyone thought he was a terrible person? Meanwhile, you got Rihanna fucking dangling her baby, her unborn child. It's fucking 60 feet in the air. And everyone's like, wow, she's beautiful and brave. No, she's not. I want to see you fucking, I don't want to see you in a jumpsuit, Rihanna. No offense. No offense. I want to see your titties out and your big fat ass shaking. That's what I want. Am I wrong for that? I thought that was the whole point of Rihanna. 
It certainly isn't the fucking good writing and the music. You know what I mean? It's the big jungle titties that she has that are so great. That's what it is. I'm not speaking out of turn here. She's a sexy lady. That's why people like her. Not because the music's good and not because we give a shit about her fucking baby. Who gives a fuck? Nobody. Nobody should give a fuck. I honestly think there's just too much weird shit going on, dude. I think that demon, that demon, I think that baby is going to be the Antichrist. Rihanna has been a member of the Illuminati for quite some time. You don't get that far in the fucking music industry without selling your soul or being a clone, you know? I think we all know that at this point. And just with the fucking, the Satan ritual they did at the Grammys, you know? With that gay guy and that other, uh, that lady with the penis. <laughs> Those people, Sam Smith and the other fucking lady, when they did that Satan ritual, I think that summoned, I think that that's going to be the seed that Rihanna gives birth to. Call me crazy if you want to. Call me whatever. But I think Rihanna's new baby is going to be the Antichrist. Uh, from the ritual that was performed at the Grammys. Just saying. Don't be surprised if it happens. When it comes out that Rihanna gave birth to a fucking jackal, you're going to go, fuck, Joe was right again. <laughs> and it's like always, baby. When are you gonna start fucking listening? You know. Anyway, let's uh, let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way, people. This has been an interesting one to say the least. You know. But let me know. Let me know about the UFOs. Are they real? Are they distraction from something? What do you think? We're here to talk together and try and fucking figure this whole thing out because it's all very confusing. We only get bits and pieces of the puzzle, uh, you know, at a time. So we got to put all the, you got a few pieces, I got a few pieces. Let's put them together and see if we can't, uh, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Figure out if this alien shit's real or not. I hope it is. I hope they come and they can go, oh, this is, it won't be bad at all, right? It couldn't possibly be a bad thing if aliens show up. <laughs> anyway animal video clip of the week and get you on your way this is uh this is something i just keep thinking about and keep seeing to be popping up in my life so it's another one of these fucking uh one of these videos of a parasite taking over the body of a of a a different animal this one's just a bug it's like a little beetle and uh it's almost it looks like this parasite ate Every part of this beetle's body, there's a little beetle, and it's like walking, but it has no back. Its back is just like all completely gone and eaten. There's no like organs in it, which I don't know if they're supposed to be, but it just keeps walking because this parasite took over this fucking little beetle's brain, and now it's just moving through life being controlled by the parasite, you know? It's a very quick video, and it's something that I brought up a couple weeks ago. But it just, again, again, it's coming to the thing where it's like, man, if that is possible to happen to a bug where a parasite can fucking 
eat your soul more or less and you'll still just be wandering through life going oh i need some fucking golden grams oh i need some ready whip oh butter or margarine oh is it possible that that could happen to human beings as well that is the big question is that a thing where parasites can take over your fucking nervous system and now you're just moving through life with just soulless and empty but nobody can tell because you look alive on the outside just a thought just a thought be on the lookout for parasites people all right you always got to be looking out for those because once they get in you they won't leave you know just ask my wife (laughs) home run kelly (laughs) hey before we get out of here all right I do have a show this Wednesday in Nashville. Fat Bottom Brewing, come on through. I'll be in Flint, Michigan, the 25th of February at Timothy's Pub. I'm going to be out in Lowell, Arkansas in March, as well as St. Louis. Going to round out March in Syracuse, New York. Then I'll be out in Austin, Columbus, Ohio, all sorts of fucking places coming up. All right. Go to joekellycomedy.com for all the upcoming dates. I hope we had a little bit of fun today. I hope we had some fun. Thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. Do me a favor before you get out of here, all right? If you could, take care of yourself and take care of somebody else, all right? And I will catch you around real fucking soon. Later, my friend.